Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us and becoming unbecoming. You're listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast hosted by two guys I've never met in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. John lives just outside New York City in New Jersey, and it's just the two of us on the show, unless we're off our medication, and then the number can go as high as 16. How, how many of those personalities are yours? How many are mine? <laughs> depends. Just depends. Oh. Kind of like those undergarments I wear. <laughs> Yeah, could be, mm-hmm. could be. I don't know. You're, uh, you're not, you're not, you're not having those. I was the one that need. I'm the one that needs the pens. Yeah, you were talking about that. I yeah. knew some guys that seriously. I knew some guys that seriously would, uh, during the NCAA basketball tournament, uh, they would. This is their fun thing was to uh, sit and uh, they had they had a bet thing that was going on. They would start watching like the first day and they would watch basketball, basketball, basketball for like three days, and they drank beer, a lot of beer. And they had some kind of a bet going about who who got up to go pee first. So there was a couple of these guys that would actually put on depends and piss themselves so they didn't have to lose the bet. Well, I was going to say, if you win that bet, right, then or you have a tie, the two guys, whoever has the heavier diaper, do they win or lose? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, you just weigh that. It'd be like, I think that uh, the more you peed in your depends, you win again. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No fucking winning. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things. So how's the week gone? The week. Well, I guess it's been not a whole week, but how's, it, it's how's, bar- yeah. you know what's crazy. I was just thinking about it. To me, uh, we we did this three nights ago. I think. Yeah. Right. And I was saying, holy shit. So we already talked that I worked this weekend. I worked in this. I worked in Manhattan. I went to the Chelsea Piers. I shot with Ray, the golf swing shirt guy. And then on the Sunday, I went to uh, Sweet Carolina Hair Salon in. Uh, in uh, Soho, south yes. of Houston, yeah, and uh, the the New York City bike tour, right? So those the shoots they went well. I'm finally like getting the files organized. I really have to sit down and and, and start getting to that work. Um, and uh, I, on the way in, the New York City bike tour, uh, it's the five borough bike tour. So all of the boroughs, right? You know, I'm from Staten Island, Shaolin, Wu Tang Clan represent. Went to junior high school with them, um, and uh, word, so you have. Yeah, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, and Staten Island. So the bike tour rides through every single borough in Manhattan. They had Sixth Avenue, so Sixth Avenue is like goes all the way downtown. It's like Trinity Church. Then it's kind of becomes Sixth Avenue. At some point, they call it Avenue of the Americas. It's the same thing. That's closed mm-hmm. for a lot of the bike tour. So wow, and and that that. That's not the middle. Broadway kind of splits Manhattan right down the middle, kind of. Um, and well, Fifth Avenue, anything east of Fifth Avenue is the east side. Anything west of Fifth Avenue is the west side. And uh, so Sixth Avenue, um, you have to cross Sixth Avenue to get to where I was going. Okay. But I couldn't do that because I come in from New Jersey. So I come. I, I came through the Holland Tunnel, and as I came out of the tunnel, I could not. So I had to go all the way along the Hudson River on the west side, go all the way around the tip, 
and go around and there was traffic the whole way it probably added another 25 30 minutes and then as i got closer to my destination there was so much traffic because it was happening on both sides anyone crossing from east to west everyone going from west to east and uh, it's a sunday so a sunday is the one time in manhattan you can park there's a lot more available parking spaces because it's a sunday yeah and uh the road that I was on, I was in a lot of traffic. So they, what normally would have been a lane during rush hour during the week, because that's where the flow of traffic needs to go, there are cars parked there. So there was like half a lane. But there's no such thing as half a lane. But when you drive in New York City a lot, you just learn to like the, the, the uh, lane, the lines for the lanes are just, they're barely suggestions. You just move. So I was going over to the right, all the way over to the right. And... Uh, this guy next to me, and I think he was a TLC driver, maybe like an Uber driver. He starts honking at me and giving me a dirty look. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I just turned to him and I'm like, you don't know where I'm going. And I just pointed. I'm like, I'm making a right. <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, mind your fucking business. And he's like, I'm like, I wasn't cutting him off, right? So today, I'm in New Jersey. I'm dri- riding up uh, this this road, Shrewsbury Avenue. It's it's two lanes north two lanes south and uh, where i was there was a third lane opens up to make there's a left turning arrow at the traffic light this guy pulls out of a parking parking lot and he makes the left turn and it looks like he's going to cut me off right like he didn't see me and so i honk my horn now it's not an angry honk i'm not laying on the horn i know that i'm approaching a light but i was like and the guy very deliberately slowed down in the thing, and he did exactly what I did to the guy in New York City. And he pointed at me. He's like, I'm going over there and making a left. <laughs> like, I wasn't cutting you off. And he, and they, they had to be in their 60s, and, and they were both, they had a bright blue car, and it's a husband and wife, I presume, a couple of some sort, and they have these little blue light um, l- lollipops that match their car. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm just looking over at them, and they look at me, and I deliberately slowed down because so because I saw they had their windows down. It was a nice day, and he just you didn't say fuck you and hot your no, no, no. I I just looked at him. I said, I can't read your mind. I don't know where you are going. Do you know where I'm here? I said, I don't know. It wasn't a. He's like. Uh, honking a horn it just really makes me angry and sets me off I was like you just enjoy your lollipops and listen I'm, a, I'm from Staten Island I get angry just being behind the wheel of a car okay so that's just a precaution okay and we don't had a you? nice little we had a nice little exchange nobody was angry I said look I don't we're good man Is driving in New York don't you kind of have to just start angry and just try to convince yourself that there's less than that maybe is that how it works uh, i try i mean yeah i i'm the more the more i drive and i'm paid for it the more i realize i can't control any other people and when i fuck up i just got to be like that's cool i'll just own it like and just like i'll shrug my shoulders and apologize or sometimes not apologize get you know i, I roll with it but uh, I don't know. It's just, but I, I just, it was amused me that uh, I had the same situation on Sunday where I was like, you don't know where. And then there was the flip side, and I had to put myself on the other side. Like, but I wasn't, I wasn't coming from a place where it was like, hey, I just didn't want the guy to hit me, right? I would have been fine if he cut me off. We were going to a light, no big deal. I just didn't know that he saw me. I thought he was too yeah. busy enjoying his lollipops. So, so I was listening to uh, Jeremy Lopez, Lopez Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Today he did yeah. kind of a, I don't know when he did the show, but like within the last couple of days. But anyway, 
uh, just him solo, which I, I got to admire when he does that because uh, yep. sit there and talk to yourself for a half an hour. I've, I've never really done that. And I, I yeah, think he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's got a great skill at that. But he was talking about um, the state of Georgia. He's down in Athens, Georgia, which is uh, mm-hmm. a ways outside of Atlanta. But uh, right. anyway. He was saying that the state of Georgia just enacted a law that you will be, uh, you can be arrested if you have a cell phone while you're driving, if it's in your hand. If they see the cell phone in your hand, that's the infraction. Um, I don't know if you're arrested, but you're given a ticket anyway. So um, I was thinking that would be cool because we don't have that here. But he said that he's been doing something that I thought was was really pretty brilliant. He says when he can, when you're behind that person and they're weaving around and shit, and you know that there's something weird going on, or they're at the stoplight and they don't take off in time, and you 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 know that they're on their phone, or you see that they're on their phone. He says that he has his phone next to him somewhere, and he pulls up beside them, and if he can get them to look at him, he gives and the oogly googly eyes and he holds his phone out in front of you know like straight out at arm's length until they can see the phone and then he drops it on his seat like look at that mm-hmm. <laughs> you can you can put that shit down motherfucker but uh, i thought that was pretty good but uh <laughs> yeah we don't have anything like that and i don't know that anybody have, starts yeah you know, nobody starts the, their drive yeah angry what's that you don't have tickets for it nothing no, no, no. They they have as far as we go with the cell phone law is if they if they know that you've been on the cell phone and you've caused an accident, you're going to be you know of course charged with that. But um, something about that that can't be the primary thing that they stop you for. So if you're speeding and uh, something happens and you're on the cell phone, they can tack on another charge for it. But as far as actually uh, you know that being the the initial reason to stop you, no. No, and people are. I, I've got. I've just seen more of it, more of it lately too. There's people that are just uh, really, really just not driving well, and it's all because of that, which scares the hell out of me. Because mm-hmm. you know, things were rough before that, so I don't know. Well, there's uh, there's um, that that law exists in New York, New York, in New Jersey. I would think in many, if not most, of the states, but it, definitely in New York and New Jersey. I've gotten a ticket. In New York City for it, uh, maybe twice. I think one was dismissed. This is over a, a few year period of time. I got one in New York in Brooklyn um, last summer, I think. Uh, a New York State Trooper, and I don't think I'd ever even been pulled over or seen a New York State Trooper because I've lived in basically in one of the five boroughs. Uh, you know, I'm sure, but in New Jersey, I see state troopers all the time. But uh, I was shocked that I got pulled over. Like. Well, it's New York City, you know. State yeah. troopers seems to be well. It's a, it is the New York City is part of the state, but I never really thought of that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's I, it's a legit thing. But when there were people, people used to be distracted by radios. Um, I've seen women full on putting on their makeup. I've seen oh, yeah. dudes that actually with an electric razor shaving. I mean, yeah. I obsessively pluck white hairs out of my fucking head. I don't have a lot of them up there, but. Um, you know, it's I'm, I've I've touched myself inappropriately. I'm, I'm big uh, on I've nose shit hairs. in my hand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, well, I thought yeah, we kind of just <laughs> not while it, driving. But not while driving. Yeah, I'm big on the nose hair thing. Every once in a while, I'll be looking in the rearview mirror and I look yeah. at, look up there and I kind of spot a hair and I'm not uh-huh. sure exactly what's up with it and I give it a little yeah. bit of a tug and then the, yeah. the side of my yeah. nostril kind of yeah. starts to 
pop out a little bit and i realized this three inch hair is like connected to my nose and i'm like where the i've been walking around with this now for like a month this big ass fucking black hair has been sticking out of my nose why the hell didn't i get that so I, I I bought one of those weed whackers for your nose. Weed whackers, you have one of those? I uh, I have something. I have like a little a little thing that spins and has Super a blade inside of it. And it's yeah, just it's got, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You can do yeah. your ears. You can do your uh, nose. It's like, but although when you get done with it, doing your nose, then so some of that stuff naturally is supposed to be in there, right? So it's yeah. it's you know supposed to be blocking. I don't know uh, what like exactly you a know mucus catcher. Yeah, it's, it it's got something going on that's there. But I notice every time I get that nice clean, you know, uh, shaved up, just like a, a hoo ha, you know, shaved thing going on the inside of my. If my nose is shaved like a hoo ha, mm-hmm. then uh, it kind of causes some problems there too because um, you know things aren't working the way they're supposed to be working. So I don't know. It's a it's a trade off. I think. The but. the other the other day I was at the my my son's high school's uh, tennis courts, and uh, I, t- I don't know if I remember I told you this, but it's not relevant to the the ear hair and, and nose hair thing. Uh, there's uh, they have 16 courts, so a lot of the games, whether it's home or away, are at my son's high school because they have so many courts because there's some high schools that only have three courts and a high school game is uh five matches so you have first second and third singles and then you have first double first and second doubles five match now if they only have three courts that's going to cost you a lot more time and and then and on top of that you got to take the bus from school at 2 30 in the afternoon you know you don't start the match till 3 45 next thing you know it's like you're not done until six seven o'clock and then you got to get on your bus to go as much as like 45 minutes away so a lot of the games are there and there's the but there are some people in the community there are so many courts you've got some of these older guys that play and there's this one guy uh i didn't know his name at first i i just called him uh you know grunting serving guy so <laughs> okay. he's got to be like he's got to be in his 80s he's got white hair a white mustache and he usually wears, he's like all white, all white, top to bottom, white hair, white socks, white tennis shoes. And uh, it, Cameron had a broken racket, racket and I needed to get it restrung. So Cameron's coach said, take it to Bob. I was like, who's Bob? He's like, that guy. Oh, grunting, yeah, that guy, grunting server guy. So I went over and I talked to Bob. Bob is from Italy. He moved here when he was younger, moved to Brooklyn first. And when he lived in Brooklyn, he lived by a tennis court. And then he lives here. I said, where do you live? Do you live at the tennis court? He's always there. And when I went up, very nice guy, very friendly. I've seen with the guys that he plays tennis with, sometimes they fight, even though they play tennis together every day. They'll argue about calls. Um, (laughs) But he's super, super nice, super friendly. He returned the tennis racket the next day, $20. He put a new grip on it. Great. Uh, But when I, I couldn't, when I was talking to him, all white, all white, except on his ears. He had so much ear hair. Like, so much fucking ear hair that it was, like, distracting. <laughs> right? Like, it's like, I'm trying to look him in the eyes and trying to engage with him, and, like, I'm, I'm listening to his story, and it's fucking great, but what the fuck, dude? How Do you not see that? Like, do you... I don't know what happens, you know? I, he would probably... Same deal. If he goes... Yeah, so if... And where did, what age did that begin? Was he, like, one of those kids that, you know, had the mono brow and the ear hair when he was, like, six? It's hard saying, but it, what would happen if somebody trimmed all that shit out of there? The guy would freak the fuck out because all of a sudden he'd be like hearing like a bat, you know, all of a sudden all these, he'd be like, what was that? You know, he'd be hearing things that uh, he's obviously right now he's, he's, he's 
protected. He's sheltered, and he's wearing all that white clothing. I I can't like I I can see it. Sometimes I see it. I have I have very light eyebrows. Like I don't have a lot of white in the. But it was like it it'll be brown to kind of light, almost like a blondish. But every now and again there'll be like one, and it just stray, and it'll get long, and I'm like, what the. F- fuck i'm not even 50 what the fuck with this hair your hair tiny i'm usually on top of it every now and a stray and then on top of my head not so bad so i get obsessed with the, the tweezer thing too we've talked about this for way too long this is yeah. gross well, you, <laughs> don't walk I, <laughs> you don't you don't want to walk around looking like andy Murray. no you, you don't want that whole shit going on you know it, it's yeah. it's just not good you're talking about the all white thing i've had uh a couple instances of this come up this week the the all white thing it's just strange that you brought that up because okay so we've we've got this local you know retail's dying everywhere and uh we've got this uh there's a retail chain that's called it's the name is called yonkers i don't know if you're not like new york but it's the mm-hmm. anyway, it's a midwest thing and they've got these nice department stores but uh they got hammered like everybody else in retail the last few years and they're closing the whole company is going south and so they're closing all the stores so I, I go out there and uh, I well I was going out to the mall to pick up Zoe, and it's one of the it's one of the anchor stores at the mall, and uh, so I got to pick her up and you know she's with some friends and uh, so I thought I'm, yeah they got this big clearance so I'm going to go in because they've got you know they've got a lot of you know name brand some really nice stuff in there that uh, might be able to take advantage of and I know they're really starting to chop the prices, so I, I go in there and. Uh, I happened to go by, and the, her, their friends had just shut up, and they were standing there. Like three of them were standing there, and they're looking at their phones. And you know, that would, you know, if you're with a 12 year old right now, if they've got an iPhone or whatever the hell they've got, you know, they're just not. There's not a lot of eye contact going on. They're they're looking at the phone, even when they're with each other, which I think is weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so I go over, and they've got uh, the men's. Uh, it was to see boxers, and I see some underwear and whatever. And just for the fun of it, just to wake them up, I went over and I went all the way over to the tidy whities and I go, okay, small, medium, large, extra large, 4X, 5X. I went over and I found the largest pair of tidy whities they had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are like, I'm not shitting you. You take your arms and spread them pretty much almost, I could spread my arms almost all the way across. And well, when I stretched them for sure, I could, I could put them all the way out. But these things were fucking ginormous. And I... <laughs> I go, hey, check this out. I hold these up. It was like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. You know, everybody was freaking out. It was, uh, they laughed, but um, it was like, all right, that was, was more than their minds could handle. That giant pair of tidy whities that were like, and they had some five X, I guess, shirts there too that were. I held these things up and I was like, this looks like a fucking tent. This is like, I've never seen clothing this big. It's like, who the fuck wears this? I don't. They're out there, I guess, but god damn. And then, mm-hmm. so the other uh, white clothing example I have this week is, okay, I heard, and you and I talked about this a little bit, uh, Andrew W.K., mm, the musician. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So, um, and I think the Lopez and one of his regulars, they were talking about Andrew W.K. and talking about the dude, like, you know, this is like a must-see. It's like, you know, this is like the, the ultimate uh, thing uh, that's going on. And so uh, he's playing a gig here locally, and it's a really cool venue. And I, gosh, for just a second, I was thinking about it, I'll get tickets. And then I went, nah, I guess I won't. Because I'd listened to the guy a little bit, and I was like, I just wasn't feeling it. But I thought, maybe I should just expose myself to it. Because the first couple times I listened, as an example, to Jane's Addiction, I was like, eh, I, I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it took it took a while. Um, and then I saw, actually, uh, I saw Jane's Addiction live, bef- I guess, I'd heard him a couple times, didn't really dig it. Everybody else was into it. Saw them live, and I was like, then, from that point on, I was hooked. 
So I thought, okay, maybe I'll go see the Andrew W.K. show, uh, but it sold out, and I didn't get tickets. So uh, yesterday, I get a chance. Uh, there's they, they use this uh, venue uses some kind of an electronic system where if you decide you don't want your tickets, you can uh, basically cash them in for the same price that you paid for them. And then they'll hook you up, or they'll basically resell them for you. Really? I can't remember the, yeah, I can't remember the name of the service. Uh, but it seems pretty cool. It works pretty well. And so uh, I get on there yesterday, and they said that there, there actually were some tickets. And uh, I was like, got in. I got all the way in. And then I was like, God, I don't know if I'm really going to enjoy this. And even though the tickets were cheap, it was like two tickets for 54 bucks. Um, I was like, God, I just, I no. I, I changed my mind. And then I thought, God, I should go back and get those. And I went in and looked, and there was one, they had um, onesie tickets left, or just, I guess it was just one ticket, but there was one mm-hmm. person in front of me. And if I could have got in and, and put myself in the queue again, uh, I would have been, so I went back and forth with this too many times. It's like, should I, shouldn't I? I'm not sure if I want to, if I want to see it. And so uh, I did finally put my name in. And uh, I haven't got tickets yet, so I probably waited too long, but uh, I guess we'll have... And the thing about... Okay, the white clothing thing. I think this is what bugs me about the guy maybe as much as anything. Every time I look at these videos, he's got like a white t-shirt, he's got white pants, white belt, um, and then he's kind of a... You know, he's got kind of greasy long hair, which is fine. You know, it's a rock and roll. It's what people look like. Um, that, that's cool. But it's just the white clothing thing is throwing me off. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, can't, I was like looking at it going, what if I go to this show and all these fuckers show up and everybody's like wearing all white? If You know, it's like, all of a sudden I'm like, I'm the only person there that doesn't have the, the costume on. I'm just going to feel, I'm going to feel out of place. I'm going to feel bad, but... Well, I mean, I you know Andrew WK always wears a white T-shirt. Does he, he? He always wears white on white. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of white on white on the, the videos. White on white. Yeah, hmm. there's yeah, and uh, even you know he the, the white and the, and it, okay, I'm kind of a shoe snob, maybe a little bit too much, especially when it comes to athletic shoes. And it looked like the the uh, kicks he had on, the sneaks, um, looked like some of those uh, kind of like those old person Bodie shoes. They, they they're they're athletic, but they're but they're not. And uh, they're almost orthopedic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of looked like that, and I was like, I don't know if I can dig this dude, but uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm screwing up. Maybe I'm fucking this one up. But uh, we'll see. I, I might still get in and see if we can uh, check that out. You know. Um, I bitched a lot about the weather in the past, uh, I don't know, month mm-hmm. or so. Cause, but we went like pretty much, it, it's it's gotten like we just went straight into summer here, and uh, which is, I'm not complaining. Um, that is nice. But uh, we're starting to get some uh, some mosquitoes, some mosquitoes starting to show up, mm-hmm. uh, which already is, is kind of early. Last year we didn't really seem like we hardly had any. But um, I was thinking about, uh, we, we actually were talking about this at work, that um, – uh, with the mosquito thing, you know, pe- people were giving their little, you know, okay, I get citronella candles. Somebody was saying, and somebody else is like, uh, I get this, and you know, they were they were trying to give their their mosquito recipe or how to keep the mosquitoes off you. Do you have mosquitoes in New Jersey? Mm-hmm. They okay. suck. They're Lots awful. Okay, see so that. Okay, and actually now it's even a little scarier because there's these I don't know what the fuck. There's some diseases that they're carrying now, Zika and some other shit that you know that they that they've got. So you know you got to kind of watch out for them. But I was telling these guys when I was a kid and when I lived in Minnesota, uh, way back in the fucking day, uh, and we we lived in this. Uh, 
kind of mid-century modern sort of, although that okay, that wasn't exactly mid-century. We're, we're in the mid-century, I guess, when these, but, you know, ranch houses uh, and uh, the kind of tract housing thing where, you know, you, there's blocks and blocks and blocks of these houses that, that they had just put up in, you know, in the last 10 years kind of thing. And uh, so everybody had their ranch house. Well, there was mosquitoes like crazy in Minnesota, more so even though than there are here. And uh, the city that I lived in used to... Uh, they would spray for mosquitoes and the way they would do that is they had this truck that went down the middle of the road or kind of down each side and it had this big fog thing that would blow out and it, they could shoot it up so that it shot up over the top of the houses their 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 goal was to have this fog of whatever the fuck it was agent orange or whatever it was supposed to shoot high enough and fast enough that it landed in the backyards more than the front yard because there were typically that's you know maybe where there's more grassy areas and there were more mosquitoes there. Uh, so they would shoot this shit up over the over the houses and into the backyard, and uh, the truck would come down. And swear to God, parents didn't even tell. <laughs> we are all like kids out running around the neighborhood. Nobody said, come in, get out of the way. We used to actually wait till it sprayed, and then we'd run down back behind the houses. We'd run from yard to yard behind the houses and go, we're running into this crazy fog. You know, it was like, and... <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I'm, I'm surprised any of us you know, are alive yet. I don't know what it was, but why we don't all have cancer already, I have no clue. But yeah, that's, I guess, the difference between the world then and the world now. We're more protected. Did, did we talk about like the same kind of thing where it's just done? Like what we... I, I did. I didn't have this happen because I don't think I had any asbestos in my home. Well, or I'm, I'm sure that I had asbestos in my home, but I didn't have a basement that was a playroom with wrapped asbestos. Right? Yeah, they had it in the schools I went to. Like, I'm yeah, they, I know yeah. that they, there's no question. Yeah. They definitely had them in New York City schools. So, you know, uh, I remember talking to someone uh, about this. Someone that grew up around the same time that I did, and they said that what they used to do is. They would play in the basement, and all the parents were upstairs, probably drinking and getting high and maybe having key parties and God knows what. Uh, and the kids were just downstairs doing their thing, playing with dolls, whatever. The boys would put, like, the dolls in, like, the fake oven, you know, and shit like that. Easy then, bake. Yeah. Yeah, just boom, pop them in, and, and then the girls would get, you know, and then someone would inevitably take a, a wiffle ball bat or, like, a broom, and they Ooh. would bang on the wrapped asbestos and make it snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How oh, awesome yeah. was that? Let's make it snow. <laughs> awesome. We that, yeah, we had that in middle school, and uh, I remember very clearly that there was shit. Then they some of them were uh, above, you know, above your head, but they had, they had like these old radiators, uh, and because it was uh, steam heat, the whole building was, and that the stuff that came out of the floor, they had those wrapped in it too, and so it was all over. And I remember uh, this kid, uh, Keith Mesner was his name. He was a fucking loser, but anyway, mm -hmm. um, Keith Mesner was. Uh, he was back by the radiator all the time, and he was pulling that shit off. He was peeling it off, and he had like a jackknife. Mm. I mean, you know, it was back in the days when kids could take jackknives to school. He had like a jackknife, and he was trying to peel it all the time. Every once in a while, the teacher, and he was writing shit on it, you know, and uh, the teacher every once in a while turned around and, Keith, quit, quit, quit messing around with that. You know, and they was like, she was going to send him to the, to the principal's office. But he, yeah, he probably had that shit all over him all the time. So, yeah, I mean, schools had so much lead paint, asbestos. Um, what else do they have in schools that probably weren't good? Sugar. They had a lot of sugar. A I lot mean, of sugar. That's true. <laughs> sugar. I mean, you know, you think about it. We we would have 
I we actually uh, started. We had at home. We drank uh, Tang. My mother made Tang because it was uh, the, mm-hmm. the astronauts drank it, and so they, right. every kid was drinking that. And uh, I remember sugar wasn't really good enough because we'd eat uh, like breakfast cereal, and I didn't want just regular sugar. I wanted super sugar crisp. I wanted super sugar. <laughs> I wanted right. more sugar. I would take super sugar crisp. I would put it in the bowl, and then I would put sugar on top of that, and I would drink a glass of Tang with that. <laughs> and when was the wonder- last time? When was the last time you had a Tang? Okay, uh, more recently than you think. Uh, I got in this conversation with somebody. We were talking about Tang, and uh, it actually still exists. Uh, it's apparently hmm. a big with the uh, some of the Latino communities. Really and. Uh, I don't know which countries, but it, they still sell it. Uh, I don't know if it's in Mexico or Central America or somewhere, but it's it's kind of big in some areas of the of the country, uh, of those countries. And so I went out and I found some. I, I went. Uh, there's a little uh, what do they call it? a comida or what do they call the uh, Mexican restaurants or not Mexican grocery stores? Uh, anyway, I found some. But uh, bodegas, bodega. The, isn't comida? What does that mean? C O M I D O. I don't know. I was thinking for some know. reason. Um, Look it up, but uh, Google that shit. But uh, I'm just no, I'm, <laughs> you don't have to Google that <laughs> shit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I bought some. I got some, and I was like, all, all right, right. I'm, I'm going to try this. And you used to have to stir the shit out. You put it in, and then you you had to get the tornado thing going when you're stirring it. You just you know just try to stir the crap out of it, and then just kind of kind of chug it. Uh, but I, man, I can. It didn't. Maybe they're not making it the way the, the original recipe. There's probably some high fructose corn syrup sit shit, some kind of element in there that wasn't on the original, you know, back in the day recipe that the astronauts were drinking. But it was heinous. It was it was fucking bad. I was like, holy shit, is this what we're drinking? It's not. It wasn't good. And right away, it's like, bam, instant stomach ache. It was like, I don't know. This is like sugar, fucking overdose. I've been eating way too much quinoa and kimchi. To be able to go back to, to, to dial it back that far, I, mean, I would think you'd need more sugar if you're eating quinoa and kimchi. It's the it's the QK diet, the quinoa and kimchi. You're not all over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, QK diet. I'm going to write a book: the QK diet, quinoa that's and it. kimchi. No, honestly, I, I think that's if you want, you could start a YouTube channel and it's going to be very successful. I mean, and the douchebags that'll follow you, man, <laughs> follow you to the ends of the universe. Are you talking about the the, the Tang crowd or the QK crowd? Both, both. But you do it. You don't even do it as, as in character. You just have two separate YouTube accounts. But you yeah. do, and you do the same voice, same delivery, same passion. <laughs> and the, both of these things are the secret. But there's no connection between the two of you. I can do it like I can't do the imitation, but the guys that did the infomercials, like the uh, the ShamWow guy, I can kind of work on that sort of presentation and. <laughs> Yeah, no. No, no, no I'd no. go or no over the top, no big salesmanship. Just very like you're just a guy in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You have a job you don't even talk about your personal life. You just this is where it's at, and it's just like and gives you energy. You feel better the whole thing. And then, QK, <laughs> QK, and then I, t- I like to I like to eat quinoa and kimchi at every meal. And here's what makes it work the best: you need to drink a glass of tang at every meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just thinking a separate guy that's only yeah, a tang yeah. guy. So you're on a tang diet. 
It's not. Uh, yeah, you just think moderation, extremes in moderation, something like that, or moderation. Yeah. yeah. So, the, uh, so I don't know if you heard this story about uh, uh, in the UK, um, you know, it's, uh, they, uh, they're, they're bringing down sugar in, in their drinks. Right and their fruits and everything. So um, apparently, this this is outrageous in in uh, Scotland because their favorite drink is uh, Iron Brew. Iron Brew, I R N B R U, and I mean it's a color. It's like a toxic color orange. Now I've never had it. I've seen it, mm-hmm. but I've never had it. And I listened to a news story on NPR about this, where they're very upset. But there were a few, a few people there that loved it growing up, and they haven't really had it. And then they tried, they tried it again before the reformulation, and they were like, eh, "No, it's too much, right?" And I used to the same for me when I was growing up. I would have the uh, iced tea, you know, the uh, pre-mixed iced tea, like oh yeah, yeah. tea, and. The dry that, stuff you, you you put in a glass. You, you that, take that, the dry powder that's a very light color. Yeah, I yeah, put yeah. So much in the water. I would have my mom put so much in the water. I couldn't. I can't even imagine how much sugar was in each glass. And I mean, <laughs> it was almost. It was. You know, iced tea is kind of translucent. Not this iced tea. It was opaque. It was yeah, just yeah, this yeah. dark, like caramelly brown. Lipton's, yeah, yeah. And, and the Lipton, that's what it was. It was Lipton. And uh, and and we had that um who, there was a, a football player that used to promote it. Um he was oh god, he was I can't even tell you. I think. They they had the uh, lemon they had the lemon version too. I used to yep, like that mm-hmm. with the lemon already and, baked in. But I drink I love iced tea. I will drink unsweetened iced tea. Um and the idea of it becoming sweet tea even if you put in natural is it was like I can't believe I drank that as a child. Yeah, like it's, I, it's terrible. Yeah, I liked it too. I used to drink drink that stuff, and my my mother was fond of it. So we always had that. It was like a standard kind of staple thing. Although uh, she was real fond of the of the non sugared variety, so we'd get the lemon version of it with mm-hmm. no sugar, and then if you wanted to add the sugar in, you had, you had to do that afterwards, which what? you know I was willing to do. What what the fuck? There were no tea leaves. There was no what the fuck was that powder? What made it tea? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was tea leaves uh, at all. No, what the fuck? And by the way, I looked up Kamita, which I said, uh, it's yeah. food, food, food store, Kamita, food store. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Kamita means food. I don't know what bodega means. Bodega is, I think, just a store. I think it's, uh, yeah. Store. Yeah, pretty sure. That's kind of a sidetrack. I, I heard uh, Lopez say, uh, Jeremy Lopez, he said something about... Um, the, his show, he was, talking, he, he was apologizing. He said the, the whole show is one big sidetrack. And I was like, mm, that's us. Huh. <laughs> the uh-huh. whole show, one big sidetrack. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you were talking about going to see Andrew WK. And, and you know, I, I haven't really seen music with my kids. Not much. I mean, I, I think I told you I took them to that uh, music festival years ago, All Points West in New York City and whatever it was. Uh, the Roots played, and uh, who else? You had uh, Kings of Leon played, and Radiohead oh, played. And uh, I think my son slept through Radiohead and was awake for Kings of Leon. I don't remember. They were young. They were like everybody slept through Radiohead. No, no, they were awesome, dude. So they did I creep, it, and then everybody woke yo, up and went, "Yeah, nah, man, yo, they covered pumped up." Uh, kicks, yo. That's not oh, they true. Did. You sent oh, yeah. me a link to uh, <laughs> these. You sent me a link to something that yeah. was uh, a bunch of people. They were playing um, a, a live mashup version of Pumped Up Kicks with um, 
with another song I with a radiohead song was it it was not everything in its right place i don't remember yeah, whatever it was i liked it a lot i was like i like both of those songs i mean i like radiohead a lot better than i right. like those i don't know what the pumped up kicks guys sing outside of that one their name was pomplamoose p-o-m-p-l-a-m-o-o-s-e like pomplamoose and i don't know what the radiohead song was but it was pumped up kicks and they did it. It's like a live version too. They yeah, just, it was a live yeah. version. It was pretty good. They they, they 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 had they had more members in that small room uh, than Arcade Fire Fire have. I I don't know how they did that, but they, yeah. they were pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I I keep talking about how obsessed I am with uh, Spotify and discovering new music on Spotify, and and um, making radio stations discovering new music, and. Uh, so I, I looked at new releases, and I had come across the, uh, you know, that uh, Sting and Shaggy have an album together? I just, that sounds... No, it's brand sounds, new. Sting, it sounds bad. I, I, I don't, no, it seems like it have it's, to be good. It's not... It, you know what? It, the thing that I kind of like about it is that a Sting, I like the police more than I like Sting, right? Together. I like, I kind of yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. That the sound and that sort of reggae beat thing that was going on with the early police ska kind of little, Skas, little bit of ska yeah. beat sort mm-hmm. of here and there and and it's kind of it, and 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 Shaggy Shaggy seems to have a good head on his shoulders and a good attitude and be kind of chill and I mean he's been around and it's like you know what for what that was but it, again it's not Every, something I'm going to yeah. l- listen to regularly and I don't know if there's any good songs but it was like and I and I actually I think I listened to a story probably on NPR because apparently that's yeah. all I listen to because I'm such a <laughs> douchebag in real life that I'm like if I well that's the uh, NPR it counts as reading and uh, counts as though I'm uh, cultured now I just yeah it's, it it's yeah it's virtual yeah. Uh, but you're doing a little moral peacocking when you say I listen to it. Yeah, I know. There's the, <laughs> but there was a people. new there was a new um there was a new um uh what do you call it? Who the guys the guys uh, Wayne Coyne. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> flaming Lips, Flaming Lips. Oh, Flaming Lips. They, I like they had those new guys. songs. Fight test. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like those guys too. And um I've seen them once or twice. Good show, exciting, and then uh fun. And uh you know the Vitamin String Quartet? Uh, they do covers. No, don't okay. know. Okay. Okay, well, I don't know much about them, but they cover popular music and rock as like a, like as an orchestra, like I think, and they and they do that song, uh, you know, "Do You Realize" by the uh, Flaming Lips. So I don't know how they put out music and how they make their money, but it was probably on YouTube. But uh, and uh, and then Childish Gambino, I don't know if you. Yeah, that whole thing is that intrigues me because I, I, I watched couple three seasons maybe of community i think i think the show mm-hmm. went off the rails at some point yeah, and yep. anyway mm-hmm. donald glover um, was on that yeah mm-hmm. donald glover was on that and so i i okay and i'm seeing him pop up here and there with stuff and i'm thinking i, I always liked him on that i thought he was, he was a really mm-hmm. good actor and then mm-hmm. i see this child gambino childish gambino thing come mm-hmm. out and i thought i'm like why is that dude so familiar and mm-hmm. <laughs> and i put the two and two together but i gotta tell you that the, the song is uh whatever the song is out um this is America. This is America. I like it. I yeah. I think it's uh, it's almost not quite, but almost on par with uh, Kendrick Lamar. It's it's got that same kind of thing going now, on. Y- yeah, y- yeah. I I I agree with you. So so uh, here's what I know about. Uh, I know very little about Donald Glover. Uh, he started as a comedian. Yeah, and, did stand up. Yeah, and became an actor. He's a writer, a producer, a DJ, a hip hop artist. Um, my, my son Cameron listens to him and has listened to him for a, a few years now and really likes him mm-hmm. and the, I don't know if you, you know this but uh, you know where he got his rap name from I have no idea 
Wu-Tang Rap Generator. <laughs> I, went, I went to school with the Wu-Tang Clan. It's a <laughs> real thing. Yeah, you've mentioned that, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, now, I've never used the Wu-Tang Rap Generator. Um, but, uh, I mean, we could do it now. I don't know how it works. <laughs> oh, I've done it once before, but I can't remember what my name was. I don't know how this works. So I've seen the I'm ones gonna, for strippers, but I, I've not seen the, the rap thing. All uh, right. Yeah. So I'm going to put in Colin Flynn. I don't know if this is going to work. I really didn't prepare this. You got it pulled up. But, this uh, is a, since we're talking. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go back. How does this work? Um, <laughs> so Colin Flynn, from this day forward, you will also be known as Mighty Wanderer. Mighty Wanderer. I kind of like that one. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to put in Donald Glover and see what happens here. Because I wonder, it's just, it's it's like the Magic 8-Ball. It's different every single time. It's me yeah. unless you ask it a question. Wait, wait. Oh, no. No, Donald Glover, from this day forward, you will also be known as Childish Gambino. Motherfucker. All right, let's do it for Jeremy Lopez. Uh, <laughs> I hope he hasn't done this before. But fuck it. We, you were talking about him. So, from this day forward... <laughs> Jeremy Lopez is going to be your brother, Lucky Wanderer. <laughs> All right, so so here we go. Um, John M. Craig, how far? Now I'm down with the Wu-Tang. We're bringing this Wu-Tang shit back for the next 50. Uh, John M. Craig, who you be? Who you be? Where are you staying, <laughs> right, brother? Where are you staying at? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. You don't even understand how fucking happy I am, right? No, I'm not even kidding. You'll never, nobody will ever guess what John M. Craig will be. I, well, you're going to have to just share it because I'm not going to. Nah, nah. It's even better because you got to spell it. Visual magician. So visual <laughs> is spelled V-I-Z-U-A-L, magician. By the way, episode 53, we need to be, you're going to be, uh, which one were you? It was jo Lopez. Mighty Wonder. Mighty, Mighty Wander, and yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed that it's the same thing. But if I just put in John Craig, what happens? I wonder. Maybe it's not spelled with the Z for visual. Maybe it's just with the S. Let's see. <laughs> you think the M gives you more street cred? <laughs> By the way, John Craig is Wacko Hunter. Fuck, <laughs> fucking John M. Craig. I think maybe uh, Wacko Wander. Hunter. I think Wacko Hunter might be a lot I think closer. Wa Wacko Hunter is more appropriate. This is the best. You know what? I love Donald Glover, and I love whoever came up with the fucking Wu-Tang name generator. This is shit. This is a fucking shit. How does it work? Oh, that is hilarious. I like that. I wonder if it, if, if it ever gives the same name twice for different, like if everyone has a unique name. Yeah, exactly. I should put the kids' names in. I see what because yeah, let's up, uh, get, yeah. okay. So, do you want to do Tory or or do, do you? How do you want to do it? Uh, either way, I don't care. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, let, she has your last name, right? Straight yeah, up. Yeah, go with that. All right. So Tori is fearless dreamer. <laughs> no. Okay. Dreamer. Yeah, well, the dreamer actually does make sense. Yeah, fearless dreamer, and then Zoe, right? You got Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. And uh, okay, does your wife have your last name? Uh, she's no. <laughs> the, I could I could do this if you want to take a break. I could do this for the rest of the show. I'll because because <laughs> we're gonna no. do Kenny Coogan. We're gonna do Kenny Coogan. <laughs> so hold on. So and for um, anybody listening the first time, Kenny Coogan's a, a voice from the past. Uh, who <laughs> killed Kenny? If you want to go back, and Kareem Abdul Jakak. We're gonna do Kareem Abdul Jakak. So yeah, fucking yeah. let's see. <laughs> I'm gonna take a, us out for the rest of the show. Yeah. So Zoe is thunderous beggar. <laughs> Both of those actually, yeah, actually are, are pretty accurate because this week I've been, the thing, the, the three words that have been over and over in my mind have been those fucking kids. <laughs> it's like, okay, so Tori's, 
So Tori decides at the end of the year, because uh, uh, her grades aren't exactly where she wants them to be, and, uh, you know, she, and I, okay, you should take your kids seriously when they present things to you that um, are potentially uh, serious things that you, you know, it's a, it's a real issue. Um, but she said, oh, she said, okay, she was online somewhere and she was concerned that she might have AHDD. I th- is that the a- current acronym? <laughs> I think you have it. AD- ADHD. ADHD. Didn't it ADD used to be H- or ADHD? I thought it, it was AHDD be- at one point. I don't know. Um, Maybe I got the listexia. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so she and the, she had gotten online and she had uh, looked at some questionnaire that was online, like forty questions, and she said she answered yes to almost all of them. So I looked at the questionnaire and I was like, "Fuck, I answered yes to almost all of these." Um, yeah, whatever. So um, and so she's thinking, uh, I, I don't know. Um, so he said, "Well, okay, we could take you and get you tested and figure out what that that thing is." But uh, after talking to um, to Rachel, you know, she was like, uh, okay, so th- we know that there are some other things that are brewing within the equation here that are uh, probably pertinent, and and maybe not the, the uh, maybe doesn't maybe everybody doesn't go this direction, but uh, that's where we've gone with it, which is okay. I know for sure she's not getting enough sleep, uh, too much screen time, not get, getting enough sleep. Uh, loves to try to. Uh, Loves to try to kind of cheat on that whole thing if possible, so we've had to shut that down. But it's still always a battle. Uh, go to bed, turn off the you know whatever, whatever she's looking at the you know whatever electronic gizmo thing. So sleep is especially at that age. They kids that age at fifteen, I think they need like eleven hours of sleep uh, to be cognitively sharp. Okay, uh, diet. We'll eat anything but what is healthy for her. If it is a uh, shitty carbohydrate that is wrapped in some plastic shit that is the furthest thing from Whole Foods, first thing she's going to eat, and it's what she's going to eat a lot of. And then when it comes time for actual dinner, meat, veggies, whatever, it's like, no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. So we got this uh, shitty sugar, carbon, you know, too many carbs, uh, blood sugar spikes going on, all that kind of shit that gives you brain fog, uh, and also uh, could use more exercise, quite frankly. <laughs> so tell her, okay, here's what you need. You know, we just kind of laid this out. Okay, well, this is this is the direction we want to go. It's just been a battle since then. But she's she would be willing to go to uh, to the University of Iowa and go talk to uh, you know a psychologist or somebody that's going to test this. And you know, um, okay, the insurance is going to cover it for the most part. But you know, uh, you know, it's going to be a couple of days of blah 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 yada yada. And I know that the best case scenario that comes out of that with their thing is either they're going to say get more sleep, quit eating shitty sugar, get more exercise. Or on the other side of the coin, they're going to go. Here's your Ritalin. Here's your Adderall. And I'm not nuts about the Adderall Ritalin thing. I'm just not. So anyway, I'm trying to get the uh, the experiment done with. Why don't we just live a healthier lifestyle? <laughs> Is the fucking challenge. It's like you know I shouldn't have to. Have shouldn't have to fight about that. You should have to be say, okay, if you, if you think it's serious enough that this is an issue, then let's try this first. But you know, also you're dealing with a uh, 15-year-old brain, which you know, the 15-year-old brain walks in the door, and they want to eat whichever. And and she has a good point. She says, okay, I couldn't eat this if it wasn't in the house. You guys buy this stuff. True, but I'm like, we buy it not with the intention that that's all you're gonna fucking eat. You know, so. 
anyway, so she's not alone though. Okay, so she's been, that's that's been the the anxiety with her or the the issue with her. Her sister is just like she's decided. Uh, you, whatever the situation is, she's going to make you wait. And I, I don't know if this is like a, uh, a a phase at the age that's going on. So, you know, if you, you need to pick her up somewhere or you need to get to school on time. or And I just completely lost my shit uh, like a week ago on her because uh, she... Uh, she had everybody waiting and was just taking her fucking time. And I, I felt bad about losing my shit afterwards because I, I went full on fucking Marine Corps, bulging neck veins. Um, you'll get your ass out the door. Blah, just, you know, boop, head exploding, uh, which, okay, I'm Irish. I think some of that's built into our DNA. We can drink like motherfuckers and we've got bad attitudes. We, we, we get angry. Um but anyway, so uh, she went for two or three days where she was kind of respecting all that stuff. But then tonight, I go to pick her up at the mall. She's with some friends at the mall. And so I always want to give the, the actual uh, straight-up countdown when I'm, when I'm going there. And I, before I left the house, because I don't want to text while I'm driving, I, I typed out a text that said, I'm two minutes away. Meet me at the door by the food court. And I'm, that means I'm going to pull up at the food court door. You can walk out the door. and We're good. I get there, okay, so I'm two minutes out. I know exactly kind of where that spot is. Uh, so I hit, hit the text, just hit the one button, it sends, and uh, put the phone back down, get to the mall. I'm sitting there at the, at the uh, food court entrance, and then she texts me and says, text me when you get here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't want to defend her, but any possibility that the cell service is not great? No, no, she, got, she told me. She told me. She said, oh, I got the message. I thought I'd just text you. When, you, you could just text me when I got there. And I was like, mm-hmm. I sent you the text mm-hmm. when I was two minutes away, which meant I'm two minutes away. You can stand there. The, the idea that you could, it seems, I don't know if your kids do this, but the idea uh, to ours that you should be actually ready when somebody arrives to pick you up, be looking out the window, taking a little glance out the window now and then, when the car drives up or somebody pulls up, you can just walk out the door. You can be... You know, you can be on time. You just walk out the fucking door. <laughs> no. It's like somebody has to text you first. And uh, then when they text you, you go, hang on. I've got to find my shoes. Hang on. I've got to do this. Hang on. I hear hang on. And then it gets to the point where, oh, my God, you're just freaking out. Calm down. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> losing my fucking mind, John. I'm losing my fucking mind. No, I, I've actually kind of I've regrouped a little bit since then. So I didn't actually lose my shit tonight when all that went on. I was just like, all right. I, I don't know. You got to you got to pick your battles. You got to choose your battles. I think, but uh, I, I, okay. Here's the other thing that drives me a little nuts: is okay. So every time the kids get in, get in the car, they of course they want to listen to their own music, uh, their own radio station, and uh, you know they want to run the thing. Or even if they do the aux cord thing, somebody's putting on the same songs that are on the radio. And it's not Childish Gambino, or it's not Kendrick Lamar, or it's not anything that's particularly that naughty. It's like I'm, I'm listening to fucking Beyonce or some shit like that. And I'm like, <laughs> you can't keep listening. Oh, dead dress. I, I feel like I'm almost like I'm cheating them out of something in life unless I'm exposing them to something that isn't on the goddamn radio. But it's it's a war trying to get them. And I, I get it. They're, they're just going to listen to it. But I, I don't know. Well... I mean, so some of it's not as bad as we, th- you know, like, I think that there's some pop music that's okay, right? Like, I don't think yeah, Kesha yeah, yeah. sucks as much as people say she sucks. And it kind of sucks that she had all that shit happen to her with her record contract and that fucking right, right, right. 
fucking scumbag, most likely, right? The guy, the yes. thing that, right? So, and then, so there's this artist, a uh, young artist. She's 16 years old. She's from Los Angeles. Her older brother's a musician. Her family, she may have come from a family of musicians, and her name is Billie Eilish. B I L L I E. Eilish. E I L I S H. Now, like Kylie. A- yeah, play yeah. on a Billy Idol, Billy Idol play or something. Uh, no, yeah. I don't know. What, I don't really know. I mean, I think that's her real name. And okay. uh, by the way, just uh, while we're at a Billy Eilish, this is going to take me down a road. Um, <laughs> the Billy Willing auto corrected too. Uh, it's uh, I'm going to find her Wu Tang uh, name. Uh, <laughs> of her Wu Tang name is that's with everybody. Yo, Mighty Specialist. Okay, so anyway, so Billy Eilish, aka Mighty Specialist, she um, she's really, really talented. She's fucking good. And, and my daughter listens to her all the time, but I kind of like it. I'm like, and I know that music and musical taste is subjective, but I'm like, this is good. But uh, so I let her play it whenever she wants. And um, Ky- um, Kylie told me the other day in the car, she's like, mom won't let me play this in the car <laughs> anymore. But she plays it. And she has a lot more music. For a 16-year-old, uh, she's probably, you know, up to about 15 to 20 songs right because because she yeah. got so hot so fast but what the other thing is kind of cool is like kylie's friends don't all like it and listen to it like to me that's a good sign that kylie's going on her own there are you know m- millions of, of people listening to it you just go on spotify and you see like you know the plays and the listens and the same thing with cameron too it's like he listens to music and like he likes childish gambino like he likes kendrick lamar like i listen to the stuff that he listens to and i'm like fuck like he actually like again, it's good taste in music. But it, the one thing I like about Childish Gambino, like Kendrick Lamar, he's he's smart, he's funny, he's creative. Like it's he's not coming from one place. Like even this this is America song. There's a lot of social commentary in it. He's kind of knocking on mumble rap and that other shit, the stuff that doesn't have the lyric. You know, he right. It's it's. And I haven't even gone deep with it. I've listened to it a bunch of times. I've seen parts of the video, but I haven't seen the whole thing because he's like dancing and whooping it up, and then there's shit going on in the background. There's like beatings and all kinds of. It's like fuck. So he's touring now, and Cameron said to me today, he said, "Dad, can I go see Childish Gambino on September 14th, which is my birthday?" Now I don't think. He he wants to go with me. I think he wants to go with his friends, right? <laughs> How do you smoke but, weed with dad there? Yeah, it's a little all right. It's like just just vape, okay? You vape over there and I'll vape over here, okay? Or I'll just take some fucking mints. Uh, but but I, I I can't I can't let this go. How do you spell Rachel's name? R A C H E L. Yeah. All right, I know what the name is then. Guess what? So you sure okay. Uh her can you'll never guess what her <laughs> Wu Tang name is. Right. Drunken lover. <laughs> drunken, not so much. She's, uh, like I said, the the Irish uh, have the have the drunken thing. She's uh, predominantly uh, of a Dutch background, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's two people in this world I, I really can't stand, and it's those who are intolerant of others and the Dutch. No, <laughs> <laughs> what's that from? Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, blah. Anyway, so no, the Dutch, she's not a big drinker at all. She's she's not so much, but we went to that wedding over the weekend and uh, I think my relatives are, are used to seeing me drink more because I only had like a couple beers, but it was like, uh, she's like, am I gonna need to, she, she was sure that I was gonna, you know, she was gonna be the designated driver and I was like, nah, that's all right, I'll just, you know, I'm gonna have maybe two the whole night. I'm gonna nurse a, a couple of beers. And that's fine. So um, it was uh, the the bride was uh, from her her 
parents are from Mexico. And so they had, uh, there was a, a free, you know, they had a free element to the stuff that was at the bar. They had like a keg, keg beer and then they had something else. I can't remember what it was, some kind of wine. And then they had uh, a pre-mixed margarita thing that was free. And then they had a cash bar. So um, I said, you, you know, you want a margarita? And she's like, yeah. So she was, she was drinking the margaritas and, and having a good time. But yeah, I don't know what's with the new generation. What? Uh, so like, uh, okay, so if kids are in the teens now, are they? They're not millennials anymore, right? Are they generation? What is it? Like generation Z? Is that? What, I think I don't think they're millennials anymore. Do you know? I don't know if they. I don't know if they've come up with. Are you a vaping name for them yet? No, no. I was. <laughs> that was so me what, thinking. Oh. Um, yeah, because I think they're making fun of kind of a little bit. I, I heard some some. Uh, okay, I heard some some uh, conversation at the wedding and it was people in their 20s that were um they were kind of mocking and making fun of uh, some of the kind of poking fun at themselves at their generation and stuff and they were talking about how um okay we've got uh everything now is on the internet they're, they're, the reason they were talking about because you know they're photographers running around taking pictures and they were um, they were posting things that they're making it a point to um they that brad and groom had a hashtag and they were posting things during the wedding it was pretty i mean it was cute the way they did stuff and and uh it was very very curated i guess put it that way and so uh they, they had this conversation about uh the okay the gender reveal parties that, that go on what uh, yeah so well, well, what do you mean gender yes G- the, the gender th- yes, reveal this is a, party. Yes. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Sorry. The, this is the thing. So they will have a party. Mm-hmm. Again, very curated, and uh, you know everybody's you know got to come, and they they do a lot with props, and uh, you know there's a lot of build up to it and everything. But it's where a couple that are expecting uh, they have a party, and they call oh, it the gender gender reveal okay. party. So okay. you know the the idea. I understand. I understand and, now. Yeah. yeah. I so was they're going to. Yes, but the the discussion there was like. Okay, you know this is probably a short-lived phenomenon because uh, you're probably not going to want to get into a situation where you put that much pressure on the baby because if you're having a gender reveal party, maybe that's a little too much. Maybe maybe you got a non-binary sort of genderless thing, or you know I got some couple that are going. I don't know. Maybe we should let them decide their gender when they're like of a certain age. I don't know that we should. I think everybody can wear brown. Let's all let's all bring. You're gonna have you're gonna have a bunch of kids that are really fucking angry. They they grew up in great neighborhoods with money and privilege, and yet they'll find out that mom and dad, you had a gender reveal party for me. You don't know who I am. Sorry. You didn't oh know God. me. Who the fuck are you? Seriously, <laughs> stay out of my fucking life. Yes, you know what? And those people are gonna be eating ketchup, like out of the bowl, just for the fun of it. They're gonna think butter is candy, and it's just butter's be- not candy. <laughs> It's going to be a fucking mess. It's going to be. It's going to be just. Uh, yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's just. I just came up with a recipe. It's going to be, and I'm gonna. I don't know where I can find tang, but it's going to be Wonder Bread. And instead of like you know how you have cinnamon cinnamon uh, toast, yeah. Where you take cinnamon sugar, super and sugar, butter, <laughs> and cinnamon sugar, right? And you put, you put it on there. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna mix butter and tang, and put it on white bread. You know what we ought to do? We ought to get an endorsement. We ought to try to get the endorsement deal for Tang. 
brought to you by Wu-Tang, motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> it's not Tang. It's Wu-Tang. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if that would uh, help sales or not, but yeah, I'm, I'm down with but, but, it. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, by the way, you're, you're correct. Generation, Generation Z, the latest data on today's teens. Those are teens. Those are kids born, anyone born after 2000. And it says gender fluid, hyper-stressed, politically engaged, connected but lonely. What do we do about modern teens? <laughs> Here's what we don't do. And I, I, people don't like it when I say this because there's, there's a push in the other direction is we don't let them fucking vote. <laughs> Not until they're like 28. I, I think they ought to raise the voting age from 18. Let's tack another 10 years on it because these, okay, they, no, fuck no, they don't need to vote. 28 should be the minimum voting age. And then after that, I would make the shit mandatory. If you want a tax return, if you want any of your taxes back, if you don't want, and I know that's kind of a bad thing to mention around you, John. I'm sorry, but <laughs> what? No, I don't. I don't. We'll, I'm, I'm good. I'm we'll, all right. We'll, we'll tie it to a legal thing. You have to vote. And then at age age 28, we make everybody vote. And uh, but no, I don't want any fucking 16. I heard this thing about 16 year olds voting. Okay, we just had the you know the Parkland shit, and I understand all that. There were some very uh, you know passionate speeches that were given by some very. Uh, intelligent and and uh the speakers were great they, they did it they did a really good job overall though like a week before that the fuckers were eating tide pods so do i think that's not that's no no they no. were they fucking were and let's raise it to 28 let's do that like right away see if if uh, we're gonna if we're gonna upend donald trump we have to have we have to have some some bellwether type issues. We've got to do some bold things. We're going to legalize weed and we're going to raise the voting age to 28. And boom, I, we're in. We can start our own I, party and do that shit. I, I don't know. Yeah, but it's tough because they're going to be very sensitive about the. Uh, of course the they are. They're already sensitive. No, I'm no, but more sensitive. Okay, these social justice warriors. Okay, I think we should have a totally different rule. It should not be race. It should not be gender. It should not be age. It should be based on the last time you consumed Tang. <laughs> if, it's, if it's within the last four years, you can't vote. Uh, that it makes has to sense be to me. at least five years. There's a Tang. It's the Tang. I would have another stipulation. If at any time you wore a stocking cap when it's 80 fucking degrees or, or greater, 80, you got a stocking cap on, fuck you, you can't vote. <laughs> ever oh uh, no no that's racist that's racist why is that Yo, racist because like a do-rag and you no a stocking cap the, the wool you know stocking well, cap. i don't know what you're talking you don't know what a stocking, stocking cap caps? is not white people yo Stoners. shit Colin racist no no <laughs> stoner white people do <laughs> um, yeah. all right so see? maybe it's not racist i'm just looking for an angle i must when, be part I, of I, generation z <laughs> see when i said it in my mental and i'm 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 Swear on a stack of Bibles, even though I'm not really, uh, I don't know how much meaning that would have with uh, where the Bible is in my life. But I, when I talked about the stocking cap, uh, I had a white dude in my head. It was, uh, it was a white dude. He, he may have been listening to Bob Marley, and I love Bob Marley, but uh, right, right. I'm not wearing the fucking what? stocking cap when it's 80 you degrees know, out. It's time to take that shit off. I believe you. I've never met you. But we've done, this is, you know, what, 52 of these now. Yes. Um, and your Wu-Tang um, name is uh, Mighty Wanderer, and I don't think Mighty <laughs> Wanderer is fucking racist. No fucking way. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lucky Wanderer. 
<laughs> lucky, lucky wander. I don't even. <laughs> what does that mean? So uh, Jeremy Lopez. So it's just he just meandering. What did he say about his show when he does it by himself? Uh, well, he was just talking about every, this. Is not when he's doing a, it by himself. A, a he said, "Side or just uh, his, whole everything. show is a, a big sidetrack." You know, they get sidetracked a lot. And he said, yeah. whole, "The whole show is a big sidetrack." That makes sense, Lucky Wanderer. Yeah, uh, this fucking Wu Tang shit is the shit. By the way, what color is Tang? Orange is shit. It's like fucking strange orange. You know, it's a weird color of orange. It's like that it doesn't exist anywhere else in nature. So, I just put I just put a name in the Wu Tang rap generator, and I know I'm obsessed with this shit. Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump, from this day forward, you will also be known as President Agent Orange. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk...